0: this podcast is not brought to you by tremendous hair of the dog tired of going to work hungover do you think you need to quit drinking well that sounds like it might be a good idea or is it the worst idea you've ever had, had, what? had, had. introducing tremendous hair of the dog monthly subscriptions to your favorite Arabic are mixed with your strongest vice Doing coke off a are so pure that the only thing it's cut with is the sweat from her breast and the back of the Puerto Rican who trafficked it here? Sounds like you're a latte with one. And three fingers of scotch. Yeah! Maybe you didn't have a big night, but you do have a big meeting today. You're a long black. With nine fingers of scotch. Yeah! And now for the health nuts, we have protein powder smoothies with strawberries, watermelon and twelve fingers of scotch. Yeah. Stumble through any situation with the right amount of buzz for your occasion. Tremendous hair of the dog. Uh, Where's my latte? One of those two days, hopefully, it's tremendous with Elliot Rovetti and his trusty and intrepid
1: co-host, Thomas. So intrepid's here to stay, huh? That's my adjective from now on. Why am I intrepid? What does it mean? Because you do not stop. Is that what intrepid means? Yeah, it means feel. uh, I think the dictionary definition is fearlessly resolute. That's so funny. you just carrying around an Oxford pocket dictionary with you now just in case I catch you out on a podcast. I think the reason it became a segment was because I was so disappointed in my own performance.
0: (laughs) I was like, you knew the word resolute so well. Oh, I still
1: (laughs) definitely want to do the Elliot's uh, Rose spelling bee.
0: Oh, dude! Actually, yeah. Actually, uh, if you guys have any eight-year-olds that would like to talk to us, why don't we have Elliot versus an eight-year-old in a spelling bee?
1: That would be excellent. That's way better. I thought it was just gonna be spelling words, but if we got, a, if we, yeah, and maybe like if and we don't have, have a Google,
0: back- it would just be a gentleman's rule kind of thing. Be like, don't Google, Mum.
1: Yeah, yeah, like a like a trivia night. Yeah. yeah, and maybe we just have a an ascending ladder, like we have a six-year-old, and then a seven-year-old, and eight-year-old, <laughs> and we see how high you can get. Dude, I love this idea. Yeah, this is great. It's a shame we don't know any children. Elliot can can Elliot beat a
0: child? That's the name of the segment. Can, can Elliot, Elliot beat a beat child? A child? <laughs> and then it can be, it starts as a spelling bee, but then it might end up as like, you know, hopefully in my uh, benefit of grappling contest. <laughs> that's something, that's something no like. strikes, but you know, chokes. <laughs> well, it's a gentleman's gentleman's sort of agreement. Guys, welcome <laughs> to the tremendous podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. Uh, Tommy and I are in good spirits. We've got the fan blowing, got the sun shining, but not too much. The beer is flowing. Sure is. Tom's drinking. I was actually driving here on the way and I was like, Tom hasn't drank in weeks. And I was wrong. He actually drank the week before, but it <laughs> wasn't in my own head, I was like, well, you're lucky you didn't yell at him about this <laughs> but Oh, you did. You, you don't remember, but I you I was did. so drunk. <laughs> no, but, uh, but but would why you did think? you...
1: You graduated from beer to wine and I was like, this isn't good. Um, I
0: don't know. I think I could get two bottles for 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, I thought that might be why. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if you want me to be drunk uh, on this podcast, if that suits your ears, Send in some beers. Uh, DM me and I'll. What's give you happened an to Yuli's? We haven't followed up on Yuli's. Um, guys, I don't want to talk about too much about uh, Yuli's, but uh, we haven't. you know the silence is deafening? Is Didn't funny? they email us? Well, exactly. Yuli's is actually the silence to them Yulies, is deafening. Yulee's has re- no to the audience as well. Why we haven't brought it up? Like the because they reached out to us, guys. Surprise, surprise. Yuli's
1: they an reached out to brewery. us.
0: Yes, they, they 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 were like tremendous. We want to be a part of this. Why are we being tagged? in so many different posts by your listeners. Uh, <laughs> Why
1: are you talking so much
0: shit about us and never talk to us once? And so then we were like, we would love to work with you. And they said, great. Uh, it Actually, you know what happened? It went to my junk mail. Went to my junk mail. I, I got there late and I was, guys, I was like- You oh. know what
1: wouldn't go to your junk mail? An email from Grifter.
0: Yeah, Grifters, grifters would grift their way right into my inbox. But I, I went to my junk mail, was like, guys, I'm so sorry. I uh, went to my junk mail. Um, can we work with you? They said, what is the podcast about? What do you guys talk about? And <laughs> I said, like it's "What? A f- it's a very good, d- good question. <laughs> what do we not talk about? But I said, the brother's tremendous at doing what they do. Yada, yada, yada. Here's haven't a picture of I- my
1: fate. <laughs> <laughs> haven't heard
0: anything back yet. Um, but, uh, you know, um, I, I have sent them an email. I've just been like, I even sent them a second email being like, uh, guys, I don't know if it went to your junk mail, or just like mine, but, um, hopefully we hear from some Yulee's. If not Yulee's, we're getting a fucking
1: brewery. Tom, are we not getting a brewery? I've got a, I've got some irons in the fire with stockade actually. Yeah. Frenchies has been touching. Oh up- yeah. We're going to start a bidding war in this bitch.
0: Yeah. Frenchies has been uh, touching on the likes on our stories and everything like that. They've been uh, liking our posts and so forth. I've never even heard of Frenchies brewery before. I've had a couple of beers. They were impressive. Um, but they are, um, uh, um, no underst- understated. Oh, okay. Understated.
1: There you go. What's been going on this week? You had much on?
0: Um, this week I've actually felt like a comedian for the first time in a long time, actually. Just been doing gigs back to back, uh, since I did, I did, I did gigs Monday to Wednesday, which doesn't sound that impressive, but I doubled up on a
1: couple of those days. Doubling um, up makes a huge difference. Where'd you double up? Magic Mike. And? Uh, Sweeney's. Okay. That's, and then, diff- oh, okay. You did the open mic. Yeah, no, I
0: did the open, oh, open mic on both nights mm-hmm. um, because um, Magic has like an open mic that's just recent. It's actually the best thing ever because Magic Mike has become a, a bit of an institution as we talk about. leg Skinner, Skinner Soreleg um, has actually, I mean, I don't know if we can talk about it too much, but he's actually set us up an amazing opportunity tomorrow that maybe we can talk about next week. But t- Tom and I are participating in an amazing opportunity as a result of a ama- of uh, Sydney Room Runner, Sydney Runner, uh, Anthony yeah. Skinner.
1: yeah as a result of Anthony Skinner having no understanding of what is and isn't possible <laughs> because he just like throws like I wonder if we could uh, what do they call it beginner's luck <laughs> where, where <laughs> you just he, throw yeah. yourself into the object like, like, like beginner's mindset yeah he's just right, yeah. like I don't see any reason why we couldn't open for Dave Chappelle I'll just shoot him an email I'm like oh well, that's gonna go through to the keeper. Dave's <laughs>
0: like oh you're at that cafe and I'm across the road and then all <laughs> of a sudden you're opening you're like that's how it works that's yeah. how the D industry works right <laughs> you know that, but uh yeah, Skinner has set us up
1: um, an amazing opportunity. Hopefully we can talk about that next week. That'd be crazy if we can talk about it. We can also maybe, like, we might even ask whether we can... Uh, all right, no, we'll, we'll take this off, Mike. Hopefully, if if it happens, if it happens, we'll uh, we'll definitely talk about it next week. It's cool news, man, especially if you're a, co- a comedy fan. Goodness me. But,
0: um, yeah, I felt like a comedian this week because uh, Skinner has opened up a showcase to get into his Platinum Room Magic Mike Comedy. He's opened up Magic Mike uh, Open mic Showcase. And uh, that runs on a Tuesday... And I was at Sweeney's Comedy, my uh, old living room before COVID, uh, popping out some jokes to some people who had no idea comedy was going to be there. And I was (laughs) like, this is great. This is where I want to be. Skinner sent a message being like, "Uh, Magic Mike Showcase is amazing. We've had three applaud breaks and it's the only only the fourth act. (laughs) And then I was like, I saw a message saying, can I go there? And he was like, are you around? And I said, yeah, just up the road. And he said, "Uh, I'll see you in a minute. And so I went there and, um, you know, did a mediocre job. And, Good. and that's exactly what, it, that's what it's all about. But I did like four sets this week. I was pretty, sw- I was pretty happy about that, pretty smitten, if I uh, have to say so myself. And um, it's like the first time I felt like a comedian since COVID started because like it's all about like doubling up on nights, doing as much comedy as you can and uh, the, as many new bits as you can. And like this is the first time I was like, oh, yeah, you're not
1: just a cleaner. God. So I did uh, I did three gigs. I did three gigs this week, all in the one night, on a Wednesday night. I don't usually do a Good triple. Good boy, you did triple. Yeah, but not by design. It just like I just happened to get all these spots, and I just Good kind boy. of agree them. But I didn't do any on any other day. What I can tell you is you did that all sober, didn't you? Uh well, I was driving, so yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, did, well, actually, do you drink usually before a set? I try. Well, like not only because I try not to get into the rhythm of it, because it'll just cost me too much money, and then. But it won't you it. affect your set. No, I can, I can have a few drinks before. I okay. couldn't get... Yeah. Can you go up blind drunk? C- could I go up blind drunk? Like, can you go up and blind drunk and do a decent job? Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Uh, this is, okay, this is a good story. If I do a story. good job, I not even I know. This is a good story beto- about... Uh, like This is a good story about how naive I was about who you were once, was when... Uh, I've told the story before a different podcast about how there was a time where I was being accused of joke thievery mm. by several people and you, you called me about it and you were running a room at the time. I was hoping it wasn't true. And it fucking wasn't true. We'll, s- we'll have to see. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The jury's out. Yeah. No, and uh, I, I was like, uh, it all got on and can we shout
0: out that podcast real quick? Just real quick. Anthony Lacaccio's The Hack Pack Podcast. The Hack Pack Podcast by Anthony Lacaccio.
1: Sorry, continue. Yeah, check it out. I'm on episode one. Harry Jones is episode two. Ooh, You'll ooh, be on episode ooh. three or four, I reckon. We'll see. So, uh, yeah, the uh, I I was accused of joke thievery, and then I was I I thought, all right, I'll I'll I'll," I just kind of started to get to know you, and uh, after it kind of blew over, I was like, I know what I'll do. I'll make a peace offering. So I came to uh, a vibe one night, and I uh, came and I was like, I did my set, and then afterwards we were chatting in between the show in between the uh, first half and second half. And I was like, Hey man, uh, I got a, I got a joint. Do you want to go smoke a joint? Yeah, cool. Let's do it. And we do it. I'm like, he's going to love this. And I I pull out the littlest baby dick joint that we share between us. And we kind of chat. And I'm like, and you're like, Oh, I got to go back. I got to go to a spot, go to a spot now. And I'm like, are you, you perform stoned. You're like, I don't perform not stoned. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, you were actually like, I really got to get better at practicing performing not stoned because it's just too much of a crutch. I was like, I would not go. There was one time I went, my, me and a bunch of mates, we took edibles and we went to like, a like we had a day on edibles. And that night I was on Vibe. And uh, I don't, if I'm stoned, I, I suck at doing anything. I'm so, I can't do a
0: thing you say that but we've had writing sessions before where you've been just fine i didn't even I, I only remembered you said that the next day and i was like wait nothing was wrong
1: oh i feel useless i feel totally useless anyway and we, we like we we took these like brownies at midday and then i was at vibe like eight o'clock and i was still feeling the lingering effects <laughs> of it and i remember just pacing outside
2: <laughs> and just and feeling judging you <laughs> so
1: nervous and my mates came and they'd all were in the same headspace and it was a bomb night at vibe. like a bad night of everyone's bombing it was bombing. the comedy room that harry john and i used to run oh god it was miserable it was so bad uh, yeah
0: well i used to uh, that's how i became a big fan of you tommy that's how I became a big bombing fan. Bombing vibe. Well, actually, no. I, the first time that you and I met, uh, you came up to me at um, Tudor Hotel in, in uh, Redfin. I don't know if we've discussed this before, but you've, you came up to me at Tudor Hotel you were like, I'm a big fan of your stuff, I'm a b-, and uh, I was like, uh, I'm a big fan of your stuff, Do you want to and, and you offered to write together, and uh, the rest is history.
1: Yeah, we were like, hey, uh, you steal from Jezelnik, I steal from Jezelnik. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: exactly <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, man. Guys, if you're enjoying any of what's going on here, just go and listen to Anthony Jezelnik and leave us behind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a podcast. It's way better. Yeah no no. no. Uh, but uh, I, so I did these I did these three gigs I did two like I did two kind of like what they call like new bit rooms where you go and try new stuff and I have these two jokes which I realised in hindsight. Wait when was this sorry? This was this week. This is on Wednesday. when I did the three. Gotcha. And I realised in hindsight like the things that I introduced as my two new jokes were both like pretty. So one of them is about how OJ Simpson is the uh, leading figure in the trans movement. And then the other one is about how you can't be sure you're straight unless you fucked at least three guys. Great points. <laughs> I think great points. I think they're great points personally, but the audience did not feel so. And uh, then I went and did this other gig at Hideaway Bar, which is Artie Gallagher's new room, which is great. I'd highly recommend in Glebe on a Wednesday night. And then I'm walking home, and it was like first set went bad, second set went okay, third set went okay. And I'm walking home dejected. On the you know those days, be like tonight's going to be sick, three gigs is going to be awesome. And I walk home, I was like, ugh. I ha- yeah. Anyway, I'm walking past this car, and there's a, a big like mum van on the corner. And I'm walking to my car. It's like ten thirty at night. I'm dejected, and I look into the car, and in the uh, passenger seat is this like seven year old kid, and he mimes finger guns at me and shoots me <laughs> as I walk past. <laughs> You
0: don't, you're like you don't know the half of a kid <laughs> I was like no man. I died three times so this is the fourth <laughs> yeah I took
1: the gun out of his hand and put it against my temple yeah, yeah. I was just like, in
0: case you thought that you were going to do a, like in case you got home and you were like it was alright
1: <laughs> <laughs> this was and I told you before and I don't know maybe we'll have to cut this out but this was a joke I sent Sam Menzies as soon as it happened which made me laugh a lot it was like I don't want to tell you what race the kid was but it fit the profile okay <laughs> He might as well have mimed throwing a backpack at me.
0: (laughs) I like that joke a lot. I think the tremendous, I think the people tremendous are going to like that a lot. What do you think about referring to the people as the people tremendous?
1: Don't we do that already? We're the brothers tremendous.
0: We're the brothers tremendous, the people tremendous. Uh, We've had a lot of people be like, why do do you do that? And I say, why wouldn't we do that? (laughs) It's fair.
1: I didn't really question it. Uh, But when you think about it, yeah, why do we do that?
0: Um, I don't know the brother. Uh, I think the people tremendous are a unique group of people uh, getting close to trying to establish them as a race. Oh yeah, and um, and not just a race, the race. That's what I meant. <laughs> that's, we're, 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 even the I'm chosen blown. peoples. Yeah, even I make mistakes <laughs> as the uh, the uh, the initial clergyman. Okay, um, guys, we have. Uh, We have a couple things to discuss today. What I did want to do is maybe do a little wrap up on last week. We may begin this as a tradition. So what happens is uh, we have a bunch of people that reach out after the the episode is released and they want maybe clarification or for us to touch further on what we discussed last week. And if we see it fit to uh, find its way into this week's episode, then um, that's exactly what we'll do. So uh, this week... Um, So I
1: got a little message from my friend Jim McNally, long-term listener, first-time Facebook poster. Mm He said, this was was in reference to, we, we, we talked about an article about Bigfoot. Bigfoots in Australia are called Yowies, and there is two distinct species. Bigs, who is your classic big hairy man, and Smalls, that are interdimensional creatures and are much nicer.
0: How did they know they were nice? I, up? Yeah, I, I, How did they establish <laughs> There's that? There's a lot of questions They offered that I them have. a Vegemite sandwich and they were like, oh, we'll take that. And the other one killed the, the camp.
1: Now, having heard his contribution, tell me about what you think Jim is like. Jim? <laughs> <laughs> Jim has a lot of facts about Bigfoot. Wh- what kind of person do you think Jim would be? I think that Jim wears uh, overalls with everything. Oh, spot on hundred percent. I think
0: Jim wears overalls with everything. He also is... Uh, G- Jim. Jim, Jim is also balding and doesn't know it.
1: Oh, fuck. This is eerie. This is foot oracle territory. Jim is also...
0: Uh, Jim is also... He doesn't mind being barefoot.
1: <laughs> that was in the back of my mind. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> oh, God. Was, like. The balding one... I mean, he's got long hair,
0: but not for long. But that exactly, it's like a mechanic that where it's greasy and you're like, is it full? No, it's
1: got spaces. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know how my brain works. <laughs> so that was Jim. What was your, you had a bit of feedback, I believe, as well for last week's episode?
0: Um, oh my, my, uh, my feedback from last week's episode was, uh, okay, well, look, I've, I've sort of got a, my feedback was from myself.
1: <laughs> self-reflection
0: it wasn't even a feedback it was just a, a post-thought it was like uh, things I did as a kid and I remember last week we discussed um, we, dis- we discussed how do you break up with kids or your friends uh, as a child like as an adult it's already tricky to, to do but we had a um, Tom we had a, an Irish what was it a, a
1: preschool teacher I believe so. Something like that. Something like that. And she, the question was something like how you break?" was something like, how do you, (laughs) there's kids wondering how you break up with friends. How do you stop seeing friends that you might be uh, moving on from? Yeah.
0: And so I think it overloaded my brain a bit, but I do remember this one kid. We might have to bleep this name out. Luke. Um, I don't remember his last name, but he was one of those kids. <laughs> Why
1: would we have to bleep out Luke?
0: <laughs> How many Lukes could there possibly? be? If he's be? listening, take it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, but the, the, okay. if, it's,
1: if you're listening, Luke, it's not you. It's a different Luke.
0: Exactly. It's a different one that ha- everything else in this story happened to. Me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it was when I was living. I used to live in Redfern, and uh, I was friends with a bunch of Turkish kids that I would play on the street with. We'd play cricket and like uh, um, rugby like religiously, and
1: um, as is Turkish tradition.
0: <laughs> and we had this one kid. He was like half tired. Half white, and he lived around the corner, and he was an only child. But he had no friends. He had no friends, and he was one of those kids that you meet, and they're like, "I'll be, I'll do anything that you want. Like, just be my best friend, and I'll uh, loan you any toy. I'll, I'll give you, uh, you sure borrow all my PlayStation games. And like, my brother and I, we never really took advantage of that. But a lot of the kids, the first time I heard the word wish list was what was one out of the mouth of another kid in our street who was like. Uh, Luke's going to Thailand and we've given him a wish list of everything that we want. <laughs> He's going back to visit his family and this rich... And he was rich as fuck. And he would always offer and stuff. He'd be like, what do you want? What, I'm going to Toys R Us today or something. And be like, blow these kids' minds in the street. And they, and he would come back with the toys. And me and my brother would never indulge in this shit. Even in the little shit that we indulged in, we'd feel bad about. Like an ice block or something. But like... uh he goes to Thailand. The first time I heard wish list, I hated it coming out of my Turkish friend's mouth. Just being like, <laughs> being like, oh, oh, it's a wish list. I'm like, what's a wish list? It's like, it's like stuff. We, uh, I'm like, that's not a wish. You're telling a rich kid to buy you this stuff. It's <laughs> not a wish. You he's know where it's Santa. coming from you idiot. And I was like, I fucking, I was disgusted with this. And I, this kid ended up running away from home. His mom came to our house in the dead of night and was like, Lucas run away from home in a night. And we have no idea where he's gone. Is he here? And we were like, uh. No, like he's not. And we were looking around for him. We uh, Luke, Luke didn't leave any DVDs behind. <laughs> <did he? laughs> that, is that Luke's boombox in the back? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 But, uh, but we, we ended up finding Luke in a shrub crying in the middle of the oh night, God. right? And he was this kind of kid. Anyway, years later, I'm working in retail at uh, selling fragrance and uh, skincare. And Luke, wa- and I had to wear a collared shirt, but Luke walks in in a suit and he goes, Elliot, what are you doing here? And I go, oh, I work here. And he goes, really? <laughs> and, I, and he goes, but you don't want to work here your whole life, do you? And I was like, I'm just working here now. That kind of thing he goes, all right, well, uh, you know, so long kind of thing. And I was like, I saw you crying in a shrub. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, I was just like, dude, what, 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 how the tables turn. <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? My favorite thing about it is like, uh, so Luke is a half Thai, half white kid with super rich parents. Very. I bet I can. I bet I can predict which parent was the <laughs> Thai <tire> one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. But um, to- uh, Tommy, uh, I just wish that I-, I had no idea how to respond at that time, and I wish that I still don't know how to respond at that time. I like I'm I'm a lot of times I feel like I've got like the verbal judo to figure out to walk away with my pride intact. But if he said that to me today, I don't know what I'd say.
1: You still don't know after all this time of thinking. Can about- I
0: get some people to reach out and maybe oh. tell me what I would say to Luke? What do I say to Luke? If you've got a response that's valid, if you've got anything, I'll play it next week. But I I I found myself thinking about this, and I was like. You still, ha- you still have no judo for this conversation.
1: I love that. So what? So you g- give us the scenario one more time. You're working in a retail store.
0: Working in a retail store upon uh, years of
1: not seeing. What store? What store are you working in?
0: L'Occitane. It's one of those. It's a confusing French name where it's like L apostrophe O C C um, Lockertown, it's as, it's if, like as Australians a, like to say.
1: It's more like uh, makeup and stuff, right? Is it, or like it's no
0: makeup. It's, 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 it looks like a makeup shop from, a, from yeah, a, yeah. a... It was a time of desperation when I was young and I was like, I need a job. And the manager uh, who was um, morbidly obese fell in love with me <laughs> and was like, you can 100% have a job here. And uh, I just sort of do, did whatever I wanted when yeah. I was there kind of thing. Um, there's probably a lot of stories that I'm not brave enough to tell yet <laughs> from there. In terms of the way that I uh, conducted myself there, that no one knows about.
1: Oh, you got to give us one. You can't just leave that hanging.
0: Think about my disposition, my personality, my, uh, and then put it together. That, that uh, use is your stealing imagination. things. This a is story? like this is like the Blair Witch Project. You know, you write the ending. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, but uh, but there, yeah, I, I'll, maybe when I get to. Um, sponsorship money I'll start talking about that so <laughs> but, Incriminating yourself On the podcast <laughs> Yeah before I When I can afford To incriminate myself gonna <laughs> um, pay for like The defense But um, yeah no. Uh, I, if you guys can think about How to defend myself How to defend yourself What would you say To somebody Who you were above As a child Someone that you cause Someone looked up to you Someone that was like Please be my friend Running into them Later in life And them having a much More successful job Much more uh, Ostensibly Uh, like um higher trajectory than you what what do you say to them when they're condescending to you upon running into them later and it doesn't matter if you treated them like shit as a kid doesn't matter if you were really nice to them as a kid um what what would you do this podcast public service announcement is not brought to you by manspreading The average male can hold between 80 to 1800 million sperm cells ready to shoot at the drop of a skirt. However, to maintain the healthy life for these swimmers, a regular temperature must be maintained by the testicle's ability to shrivel up against the taint when cold, and to sag down the quad when sweaty. Failure in temperature being regulated for these little swimmers can result in death or even malformation. Gee whiz mister, does that mean that results can show up even after the child is born? They sure can Jimmy. I mean look at your ridiculous proportions you are going to be an unattractive man. Mm. So the next time you feel incensed enough to yell at a sweaty guy taking up two to three seats with a heavy man spread on the bus ask yourself this. Do I want to be responsible for the death of eighty to eighteen hundred million babies? Well this is all very interesting but how can I help out my local man spreader? Great question you little accident. If you're a child or a pregnant woman, or even a man or a woman with your child. Get up off your seat for your local man spreader, because one baby is less important than 80 to 1,800 million babies. It's just math. And we are back-a-roo. Thomas Whitcomb, uh, Tom, I've got some news for you. Uh, you have been uh, any of our fans would could tell you that you're represented by none other than Sydney uh,
1: Slater Campbell, the, the biggest dog in the yard in Sydney Entertainment. I got to say, Slater Campbell is going to take me to the moon, and we all know it. With the biggest hat and uh, the, the biggest hat, the biggest hats. He's always several he, hats. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, hats. I should remember the plural. And uh, I haven't, it, I haven't heard from him in a little while, but I imagine he's just out there getting me. Some sweet, sweet gigs, and uh, I'm sure it's all going to come pouring in any day now.
0: I think it was last week or the week before we actually had a call from his little brother, Sterling Campbell, maybe even three weeks ago. And this
1: is what happens when you get signed, Elliot, is all of the other agents come sniffing around. They want to get a piece of you, and they got to know, I'm on the Sterling Campbell hype train right now. That's the Slater Campbell hype train. That's, That's where I'm the going.
0: Thing. Look, he didn't say anything about Tom. He was actually looking to represent me. Uh, because I have been ignored by the Campbell if you, family. If
1: you, if you go back a couple episodes, you'll see he was really interested in me. But sure, whatever, go on.
0: All right, well, he, he, I've been ignored by the Campbell family, shunned, if you will. And uh, it's, it's very sort of disappointing, but Sterling has reached out and said that he's going to represent Sterling, far my, more aggressively so my, than his older brother, Slater.
1: My agent's brother is now poaching the stocks of the tremendous brothers. Yeah. Trying to help himself. At least your-
0: he knows my name. It's not Elijah. It's not uh, Eli. It's Elliot. Or EJ <laughs> either is appropriate
1: which which is it I'm never really sure oh
0: I got called EJ by my little sister it was the first word she could like sort of say in describing me here's a far more interesting anecdote
1: I got a I got a call unlisted number where is it?
0: we've got a hotline call
1: Alright, you yeah who is this
0: uh, hello, this is the tremendous hotline you've reached. Elliot Rovetti and his trusty, crusty intrepid co-host Tom Whitcomb.
2: Hello, hello, hello! Oh it's me. You know your favorite buddy, Sterling Campbell. How it, are you, fellas? Oh my God, Sterling! We were
1: we were just talking about Sterling. You. We were just jaw jabbering
0: about you, and uh, this is what I'm talking about—the sort of, rep- but like, how did you know that we were?
2: Uh, you know, you you know the Campbells. We're everywhere or nowhere. We're in the walls. We're in the ceilings. It doesn't matter. I'm here <laughs> for you, babies. How are you?
0: Oh my God, we don't even have this show live. I don't even know how we understood that we were running this. Uh, like yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. semantics, semantics, memantics, pedantic, You know, ah, uh, I'm just so <laughs> good to talk to all of you. Ah, uh, okay. uh, Elliot, you're doing so well. I'm so proud of you. And oh my Lord, Bondi Cleaning Co. That's right.
0: Yeah. That's right. Wow. We're, that's like, right. Wow. Well. Like, look- yeah, we've got, uh, your uh, 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 brother Slater, He uh, he's ignored us, and I asked him to well, clean no, his he's apartment. Ig- he's ignored you. Well,
2: uh... Yeah, he, he, he he's bad-mouthed you a lot, but you know what I mean, like, Tom ignored me, now I'm not, a. Hey, it's okay, it's alright, it's fine, I'm here for you though, Elliot Rivetti. I want to take you, I want to take you places, man, and I think Fondi Cleaning Co, I think that can be your ticket, maybe, you know, like. Th- it's fine. It's good. How how much money have we made this what this week?
0: Um, are you, are you undisclosed, undisclosed amount of
2: money this week. No, no, no. Well, what I'm looking at, I'm looking at my bank account tra- uh, transfers from your account to my account, and I'm seeing nothing. Where's where, where's the money? Where's my commission? Uh,
0: I've already discussed this with you, Sterling. I'm not giving you any of my commission from uh, from the cleaning company. <laughs> uh, if, if you you want to get me jobs, if you want to get any kind of commission from my jobs, you need to get me. Uh, some sort of acting uh, some sort of uh, you, uh, comedic jobs oh, baby so, what, what what do you got well, for me this week?
2: Well 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 you better you better strap into your fucking booster seat baby because I've got you your ticket right to the moon man. you ready? are you ready? I uh, are you ready?
0: I'm sitting down if that's what
2: you're asking oh uh, man 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 sit down and strap in because I got you the gig of a lifetime. I got you one of the best jobs going at the moment, right? You ready for it?
0: I'm sitting down and I'm ready and I'm, I couldn't be, oh, more, okay, I couldn't be right. more Slater. I mean, I'm still excited.
2: Did you just call me fucking Slater?
0: Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
2: All right. I've got you a regular, regular five days a week job, man. Five days a week, I'm talking, man. Okay, and it is gonna fucking blow your mind. You ready for it? You ready to hear it?
0: I don't think has Tom has five day a week job. What have you got for me? All right. So what I'm
2: thinking, right? You're gonna be it's a it's a bit of like a it's a bit of a you know a wholesome role. I'm feeling you're You're gonna be working with a lot of kids. You're gonna like, you know, you you're gonna be interacting. They're gonna see you a lot. It's gonna really paint you as a real, you know, as a real man of the people, a man of the kids, right? Okay. You're gonna be. Uh, you're gonna probably start at about three o'clock, and the, you know, the job will probably finish about, you know, five p.m. Uh, every day, Monday to Friday. And oh boy, it's just gonna be, it's it's gonna be beautiful. That's a man. lot of money. Really that sounds think,
0: like a lot of money. Selling.
2: Yeah. No. Oh man. I I I think it's gonna be great. Like all Look, I need do, you You're to bringing get me this kind of money.
0: I will I'll, I'll give you a cut. I'll, I've got a cut for you if you're bringing me that kind of money.
2: Well, you know, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll we'll work it out to be like 90, 10. So I'll take ninety. You can have ten. Okay. And yeah. uh, yeah. And all you need, you just make sure you have your white card. You have your working with children check. Uh, you you're gonna just be holding. Wait, so uh, you're wait, gonna be holding a st- long. Sterling,
1: what what is is this? Is this a, is this a is this is a, f- a film role or a TV role? What that we, we talking film, about?
2: Film is film. Film is a, it. it Film's a funny word, you know what I mean? Like, you definitely can't film any of the people while you're there because, um, yeah, it, it's a, Some would say, some would say, regular job. Some would say, well, no, no, it's film, not a film, film role at all. F- I would say, this is your future. I would say, this is your ticket. No, no, I would say, no, 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 no. Elliot Rivetti, lollipop man, you're the, you're, you're the next thing, baby. Like, I would say, no, wait, this so, is your so, ticket out man? of here.
1: Three to five, Monday to Friday, work with. Is yeah. it, have you got Elliot lollipop a job man? as a lollipop man?
0: No, 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 no! This is a role as a lollipop man. Uh, uh, there's no way that do. Sterling, what is this job?
2: So, so th- th- this role, this role as a lollipop man, okay, right? That's what I'm uh, saying. You, you, you'll, you'll be, you'll, you'll be helping kids. Uh, you'll be, you'll be interacting with them. They'll they, get to they, know who you are, because kids have a future of comedy. You know what I mean? So they, they'll know they, who you are. You will help actors? them cross the street. And you'll stop cars from running them over. It's very good. And you're there in the mornings as well. I forgot this. You're there in the morning as well. So you get double time, okay, baby. Double okay. time. So it's
0: more of like a method acting sort of thing. Like I've I've got to like play the Ab- role of like a, a, a lollipop guy. And then I'm going to be like, I'm like the lollipop man. It's like, it goes uh, you yeah. know, Captain America, Superman, lollipop man.
2: Man, absolutely. Like it's the role of a lifetime. Obviously, there will be no trailer. There will be no film. There will be no premiere. But men, you get to see like all the cars, you get to meet all the parents. You can you can you can talk as much as you want. I, I, I really think that this role, like, it's gonna be amazing. It's like ten dollars an hour and then yeah, and then we'll just work out the semantics from there. Okay. but this just doesn't... make sure you have your white card and, yeah, fluorescent fluorescent gear okay. and you're working with children. I've got all of those. I've, got,
0: I've definitely got
1: all of those, but... Uh, look, this doesn't I, really sound like a role to me. It sounds like a, like a Don't job. downplay my, well, Tom Wickham, my you can
2: fuck the fuck up, man. <laughs> yeah, you didn't yeah, want yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, you could yeah, yeah. have had this shit, man. This but is... now this role, it's definitely a role. It's, it's definitely the not just a job I found on Indeed, you know? This is
0: the attitude that got me into the uh, the Campbell family. When he was talking about what what he thinks about you and what he thinks I can do, that, that was the inspiration that I needed. And if you need a lollipop man for your next role, I'm in. I'll be the lollipop Amazing.
2: man. Amazing. I, I, you can start Monday. You will start Monday. I've already told you you'll be there. So okay. get there at 6 I'll have to move some things around,
0: but I'll be there Monday. What have you got to move around? Well, I've got to move
2: some things around,
0: <laughs> and I've got to yeah, – uh, move,
2: move it. Do it. Do it great. And then also, also, if this doesn't work out, we may have a, another regular gig which is only just once every Wednesday, right? Okay. And it's just uh, in the morning, bright and early, and you'll be playing a garbage man, all right? Okay. And I think that could be really good too. Okay, It could okay. be really good too.
0: Uh, the, the hours work for me. The, the, I, man, I can, I can I, do that.
1: You're the garbage I man love essence, that's for sure. Yeah, you I, do, you I, I, okay? I, I, hey, shut up, trash
0: person
2: Tom Wickham. Yeah, I'm that's so right, yeah, fire. yeah. I'm
0: gonna have to get into my character to play that role, but uh, trash person Tom Wickham is gonna fucking, uh, I'll look at you and get some inspiration. <laughs>
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, baby. But yeah, man, I I, 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 need, I need an answer by the end of the day, though, right? I need an answer by the end of the day, so I can tell them, I can tell, I can tell the teachers, I mean, the agents, that you'll be ready on Monday morning.
0: All hey, right? Okay. Uh, I, I think we can. Uh, look, we've got the rest of the podcast to do. Uh, but then we'll right. give you a buzz right after that. Does that sound okay?
2: Uh, I. I, I... Okay, fine. But just remember, jump on the seahorse, man. Jump on the seahorse and ride this wave with me, man. Ride this wave with me. Consider me I, I,
1: jumped on. Yahoo. I hear Eric Banner's uh, trying Yahoo. to get this ride, right. too. Eric Banner's killing for that lollipop man, wrong. Oh, well, if Raul. Uh, Banner- you, you know,
2: I, 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 Hugh Jackson may be on another line, so I need I need answers, baby. But I trust you, Elliot Rivetti. I trust you. I got you're you. are the future of cleaning, and you're the future of comedy. I love you, man. I love you, baby. Oh,
0: man. I, I am you go. in that order. I love that. Thank you so much. All right. Goodbye. Peace out.
2: Love you, fella. So love with him.
0: What did I tell you? What did I tell you? I'm represented. I'm, I'm in the fucking Campbell door. I'm in, the, I'm in the threshold. You can't stop me. You're just working from hard labor to soft
1: labor, but that's
0: fine. Listen, I'm getting groundbreaking roles in Australia. Who identifies more in Australia more than with the uh, a lollipop man or the cleaner? Uh, th- these are both roles that I can take up. I mean, Eric Banner started on like a, a sketch TV show. You know what I mean?
1: That's the same as being a lollipop man.
0: That's what I said. (laughs) And I think that we would have a lot of potential here if we just, you know,
1: we, I say we,
0: let's stay in, you know, let's, let's, I would like to think that we're helping each other out, but we're not. Let's stay in the Campbell pockets, but uh, I'm going to stay in the Sterling. You stay in the Slater and uh, eventually I'm going to push you out. I'm going to, I'm going to cut a hole in the pocket of Slater Campbell and push you out.
1: Let's go to an ad.
0: this podcast is not brought to you by Lime Bikes. The first time that Sydney was introduced to pay-as-you-go bicycles, we noticed how much you enjoyed them. Specifically the part when you were finished with the bike and left them up a tree or off the side of a bridge. So here at Lime Bikes, we beat you to it. That's right, the next time you're walking past a gum tree or staring into a filthy pond, take a closer look, cause there might just be a lime or four. And now our bikes have names and personalities So that if you are determined to bully our bicycles, our new Connect and Relate feature will activate the voice of a small child, causing the bike to introduce itself and beg for forgiveness, making you feel just the way you should. Lime Bikes. Guys, we're just trying to offer a service. And we're back. And we, uh, what? Um, guys, we have, um... We have a little story today. Uh, so obviously you know about, if you're a fan of Tremendous Podcasts, and why wouldn't you be? Um, we did an advertisement last week uh, for my brand new cleaning company, Bondi Cleaning Co. It's a beautiful name. It's and, a spectacular and have you, have name.
1: You, have you found a way to set yourself apart part of the market? What's your positioning going to be? Is, is it still going there? to be Cleaning Co and Revenge?
0: We're still working. And so we posed another question to the audience earlier in this podcast, but uh, this is another question for you. How can Elliot Ravetti, uh separate his company, Bondi Cleaning Co. from the rest of the cleaning markets. Do you reckon you're a good cleaner? I am actually a spectacular cleaner. What makes you a spectacular cleaner? My attention to detail, my um, personal bulliness, BD, BD, word. BD, is like, is we're, personal we're, bulliness a word? It is now. Yeah, there you go. Okay, we'll take that.
1: BD was like my partner. I was like, well, we, we could help hire Elliot as a cleaner. I'm like, there's absolutely no way that's happening. <laughs> there is no, There is no upside in that for me. <laughs> Dude, I love, the, I love where Beatty's head's
0: at because she's right. I would nail it, but there's no way I would clean for you because <laughs> I'm not cleaning for you. I'd <laughs> leave <laughs> my place a fucking mess. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll spit somewhere every <laughs> time
1: I do. <laughs> So Bondi Cleaning Co. So you've had, you so see, you you you. It's business is open. The doors are open. The
0: doors are open. I've uh, I've had a lot of um I've had actually a lot of hits. I've reached I've uh I've, I've reached out on sort of the same not not the same but sort of the same volume of uh level of um platforms that I did with my foot uh agency. We'll come back to that next week. My my uh, but I've reached out to a lot of platforms to find jobs. With clients, and one of the jobs, my first job, actually, with Bondi Cleaning Co. I'm doing it with Otis Dingwall, friend Otis James,
1: Otis uh, James of the theme song fame.
0: That's right, that's right. A theme song of this podcast, this episode. Um, Otis James is also the uh, co 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 uh, director for Bondi Cleaning Co. And our first client was Lady Ven- uh, Vanessa. We're just gonna say that. And she was moving out. We did an end of lease. And I told Otis, my friend, uh, my, my, my co-director, before the job that uh, end of lease, you don't want to do, they fucking, you're, it's like getting in, in, in a divorce. It's like getting in a divorce. Two people want money. Two people want money. Like one, one side wants one, one side wants one. Side, one, side, one side. And you're putting yourself right in the middle because the, 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 there is no example of a, uh, a real estate agent not ripping off. The, uh, Anybody
1: that can be ripped off. That's right.
0: And so if, if, if there's any way they can get their bond money back, they're like, we're gonna fucking like. She didn't even have to share with us, but she told us about some of the like, the light fixture things that were a little bit loose or something. Like the costs that they were incurring. We did. Uh, it was preposterous. We did a full clean there, and they charged this lady two hundred and fifty dollars after we had done the clean. They said, oh, there's a couple things here, a couple, and we said we we said a couple appointment dates, saying um. We'll uh, we'll come back and rectify those mistakes with the real estate agent there for free, and they went over our heads and the client head our client's head and said, "Uh, we're going to a cleaning company, and we you you two hundred fifty dollars." And so Otis and I on a co-call, we 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 got them to put their guards down by being really polite and over email, and just being like, "Uh, hey guys, uh, we just got to chat to you about this uh this you know a client that you have and uh, we have uh Vanessa." Then we, we got them on the phone. We were like, where the fuck do you get off kind of thing? <laughs> Blew them up the phone, had our client call us and be like laughing and being like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> and, being are like, fucking crazy. and they're like, we're, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Uh, we're, I, I, I said that we're going to pl- like place a case and if not uh, with the um, – with the fair trading uh, of real estate agency. And if not, then uh, you like, give us a fucking money back sort of thing. And we, we were really, really happy with the result. That's the um, the opening, uh, our first client from Bondi Cleaning Co. And doesn't it fit so nice?
1: You, the other thing that fits really nice is what actually, you said you had an idea for you and others in your business plan, which I completely overlooked in my branding for you last week, which is that you're gonna start a Bondi Cleaning Co. podcast. Oh, yeah, Bondi <laughs> <laughs> It was just
0: an idea. If you guys like that idea. I was thinking about thinking uh, starting a Bondi Cleaning Co. podcast uh, for and about our clients. Where it's this just talking about what we had to clean up. Um, if you want to be a part <laughs> of the podcast, hire us to be on the podcast. If you think the podcast should be an idea, we'll incept it well, upon your request. We,
1: When you first told me about it, I thought it was so funny. I thought it was such a great idea. And then I gave it more thought about it. It's like, I don't want my cleaner broadcasting to the world wide web what my house is like it's like hey you catch those cum stains on the sheets again today i sure did those were big ones big shout out to paul throwing (laughs) out massive loads on his bed sheets great work love working for you paul coming our next i literally
0: had the idea sent the text message to you had one of the conversation and then was like this is a bad idea (laughs) this is the (laughs) dumbest (laughs) fucking idea they were like, like, like isn't this gonna hurt your company i was like Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Can you> imagine <laughs> as well. Like people
1: listen to it. It's like, man, you got to listen to this new podcast I'm listening to. Listen to it. What's it about? Uh, it's about these two cleaners who talk about cleaning. They, they Oh, you actually don't have to listen to it at all. <laughs> <laughs> they talk about all of
0: my mistakes
1: over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, no, no, the vomit wasn't that bad. Yeah.
0: You know how you think I'm uh, an altogether guy? Mm-mm. No, <laughs> listen to my cleaners. <laughs> yeah, they got a right. podcast for some reason. Yeah, exactly. So that's the sort of... Uh, we got some more stories coming up. I sold some stuff on eBay this week. Sold some stuff on eBay this weekend, and uh, what would it be if it wasn't uh, a skirmish with me? You know what I mean. So uh, we will oh, so, talk. Yes,
1: yeah, so, someone's so, someone's incited rage. Someone's somehow. getting bad feedback. We'll <laughs> talk about that next
0: week, uh, guys. Uh, we uh, that sounds like the time for either an ad or a joke of the week. Tom, what are we going to do based on what are we doing post production right now?
1: Let's let's do joke of the week. Let's do it. <laughs> that sounds good. Do you have a joke, or am I doing the joke? Um, what what do you think is going to happen? I'm going to do the joke. That sounds good. Uh, we've got one. All right. I'll give you the option. I got a long joke. or got a short joke. You want a long joke or the short joke? It's already longer.
0: Give me the long joke.
1: All right. I was hoping you said the long joke. I've been practicing this one in the car a lot today. Okay. (laughs) There's a guy called Dave. He's talking to his boss. He's talking to his boss and he's, he's bragging about all the people he knows, how he knows famous people, he knows celebrities, he knows politicians and athletes. And his boss says, Dave, Stop talking shit, all right? You don't really, you're not that well connected. And Dave goes, no, I am. I, I swear to you, like, he, how about this? You name anyone in the world, I bet you I have a connection to them. And his boss goes, okay, sure, uh, Mick Jagger. And Dave goes, well, actually, Mick Jagger and I used to jam together in the nightclubs in London back in the 60s. Like, I'm very close with Mick. We can go see him right now if you want. And the boss goes, oh, yeah, sure, okay, let's go see him. So they hop on a plane, they fly to London, get in a cab. Cab drops off in front of this massive mansion. Dave goes up, knocks on the front door. Who opens the door? Mick Jagger. And Mick's like, oh, my God, Dave, how long has it been? I can't believe. Come in, come in. Dave and his boss leave Mick Jagger's house a couple of hours later. And the boss goes, that was a fluke. All right. We'll, we'll do it one more time. What about this? Uh, Barack Obama. And Dave goes, well, actually, that's a funny story. Uh, my sister used to date Barack's brother back in the day. So, no, I know Barack really well. We can go. We can go see him too if you want. So they hop on another plane, they fly over to Washington, D.C. They get in a cab, the cab drops off, huge house surrounded by Secret Service agents. They get up to the front door, they go to knock on the door. Secret Service agents say, guys, guys, you can't be here. And then they hear through one of the walkie-talkies, Barack Obama going, is that Dave? I haven't seen Dave forever, let him in. Dave and his boss go hang out with Barack for a little while, they come back outside and the boss goes, that's just a coincidence, you got so lucky. Dave goes, fine, name another celebrity. He goes, okay. Boss thought about it really hard. He goes, all right, the Pope. And Dave goes, well, that's a funny story, actually. My grandmother was quite high up in the Catholic Church. She went to the same Sunday school as the Pope. Uh, We're old family friends. We can go see him now, too, if you want. So they hop on a plane. They uh, they fly to Italy. They go to the Vatican City. They're in the crowd, and they're looking up on the balcony where the Pope is going to come out and do his daily viewing every day. And uh, he's in this massive crowd of people. And Dave goes, the Pope is never going to be able to see me amongst all these people. Just, I'm going to go up and see him, you stay here. So Dave works his way through the crowd of people, he gets to the front gates, the cardinals there all know him, they let him into the gates, he goes into the house, up the up the steps to the top of the palace, and then all of a sudden, out on the balcony comes the Pope, holding hands with Dave. Dave comes back out, after spending time with the Pope, comes into the crowd, goes back to where his boss was, his boss has had a heart attack. There's an ambulance around them. There's a big crowd watching on. Dave gets in the ambulance with his boss and they go to the hospital. A couple of days later, his boss finally wakes up. And Dave goes, wow, you must have been pretty surprised seeing me up there with the Pope. And The boss said, no, that, that wasn't it. Dave said, well, what happened? He goes, while you were up there with the Pope, the person next to me said something. And it blew my mind so much I had a heart attack straight away. He said, what did you hear? He goes, he said, uh, who the fuck is that up there next to Dave. Worth it for how long that
0: joke was? (laughs) Absolutely not. But I love the commitment. I love that
1: joke.